It's warm. Pull those toes out with confidence. I know you've been neglecting them joints. So pick up the Suns Out Toes Out deal for meticulous skin. It includes whipped butter, brown sugar scrub, and a butter bath bomb. Check them out at Meticulous Skin on Facebook at MeticulousLLC.com. And when you visit their site, make sure you use our promo code FEELS15. For any purchases over $15, you'll get 15% off. Scrub that shit off your feet, B. That's FEELS15. Make sure your feet are right. Nah, yeah, you're good. You see me jumping on there? Yeah, you, okay. you popping. Um, Miss Greasy, could you? 11. <laughs> 11. <laughs> 11 a.m. Oh, boy. 11 a.m. Sunday. Okay. 11 a.m. <laughs> 11 a.m. Is that sufficient? I got you. I got you. <laughs> we, we all taken care of here. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I had one thing that I kind of wanted to touch up upon. Oh. I don't even like oh, it, it's not even like a real like whoa, topic. Whoa, whoa. Really, don't talk it down. Oh. Though. <laughs> God all damn! Right. All, right, all right, all right. You look defeated. So, I, I am a little bit. Oh, because okay. it's 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 almost like a guilty pleasure. It's a song. It's it has to do with designer. Okay, um, okay. I'm not sure if you all have uh, heard his double XL freestyle. Uh yes, the one where okay. he's singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's like that freestyle's been getting a lot of mixed reviews because it's like he wasn't really rapping, but a lot of people are looking at it as as like his creative process is kind of crazy. Like if he did say, in fact, like come up with that off the top, because it's like everybody like saw the potential. Like a lot of blogs are saying like that has the potential to be a dope ass song or something like that. And then, yeah. <laughs> right, and then his little mini seizure at the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He definitely stroked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> He's got a diagnosis. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But um, about last week, a clip popped up, mm-hmm. and it was like, y'all remember Designers Double XL Freestyle? It's actually a song hook, and it's pretty fucking amazing. So um, I'm about to go ahead and play that clip, and get y'all, you know, y'all's impression on it, cause ooh, I like this, Jinkies. I like this. I like it a lot. I like it. Wait, are we gonna get in trouble for this? No. Is, is no. Pusha T gonna text us and say, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" Nah, I don't think not for this. He put it out in the public. Put the public. It's not even an actual song. It's a video recording of the song. Oh my God, that's a video recording of him having a seizure. God damn it! Why is anybody helping him? Whatever that knock is, that's doing it for me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna tell you I like this better than Panda. Me too. I, I, I feel like I'm getting dumber. <laughs> I feel like we're watching Idiocracy 3. <laughs> right? Like it skipped over it two. It skipped over two because this is too strong. It. Yeah. I feel like 17 of my brain cells packed up and rolled. And Only 17? Like, Only 17 because they're like, I'm fed up. These are the ones that've been on the front line the whole okay, time. Okay, gotcha. And they're like, you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna subject us to this abuse, fuck you. And they rolled out. And they rolled. Yeah. Gotcha. But again, that's better than Panda. Mm. And that motherfucking beat. Though. That beat. <laughs> Goodness. I think we heard about at least three switch ups on it. <laughs> my thing is, <laughs> my thing is, a lot of people give him like flat because he sounds like Future. But the thing is, I think that's more. That's his voice. Like, cause I think he sonically that's, sounds like Future. That's the effect of the the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's the effect. You immediately of a result the uh, sounding like Future. I don't. I don't know if he. I don't know if that's like I, sonically the way he sounds. I worked with kids with special needs. The okay. the bulk of my professional career. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I've had an opportunity to see kids grow up on a plethora of drugs. <laughs> now these are all prescription, right. whatever. But a lot of times. Um, you have narcotics being prescribed right. for the level of mental health care that is needed. And it will change how you sound because it will add slurs or it'll mm. add, Good it will add... It will change the way the testosterone Good makes mm. you get... get. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you remember the day that your, the bass crossover came. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That gets... Yeah. Stifled, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that gets stifled in a child growing up. You know, you get started on riddle and you move to Respiridol. You move to you know that that has an effect. So good eye. Sonically, he does sound like Future. And Future, I, while I don't know what he does, he claims to self medicate. Right. It could be, hey man. I I hear y'all. Uh huh. I don't think he naturally sounds like that. I don't think it's natural. Nah. But I think that something that's got him twitching and looking nuts <laughs> <laughs> and getting the fabulous fi- side eye, I think whatever's got, got that twitchy thing happening might <laughs> might affect. <laughs> I, I can't get into it. <laughs> I'm trying not to be negative right. because I don't want to be that old head that's like, I don't know what these young folks yeah, talking about. That, rap, rap. that hippity hop hop. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, nobody wants to be that. And I want, I want to embrace what I'm hearing because there's so many cats out there doing things that initially I, I didn't fuck with, but I wind up fucking with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna leave it like that. Okay. I don't get it yet. That's fair. That's fair. I don't get it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you just look so grumpy. Man, <laughs> I, I after watching his performance on the B. ET Awards, I was just, I don't get it. Um, it was like Travis Scott. Where the hell is, tra- never mind, I'm not. Uh, dropping the album. Uh, really? It's on purpose yeah. or under duress? <laughs> Some of his production I get. Mm-hmm. Some of it I just don't get it. Okay. And it's not for me to get. I was like, why isn't anybody helping him? 
Why doesn't he have a little foam helmet? Because he's clearly Who? mud. Which well, one are you talking about? When designer was performing, oh, I was yeah. like, why isn't anybody helping him? <laughs> they got to have medical staff somewhere. <laughs> like, how do you know, how do you identify him getting hype versus a seizure? <laughs> right. Like, what does it look, what's the that difference? That was different. Yeah, I would, I would have rushed. If I was an EMT on duty, I would have rushed. I would have been on the scene. I would have I rushed to his <laughs> Rather to be there and not be needed than not then, be there. Yeah, don't blame I mean, me. Yeah. Right. I thought he was hurt. He was in the back <laughs> turning up. You yeah, because you thought that it was okay. Right. I thought he was hurt, so I knocked him out and put him on the stretcher. That's <laughs> clearly what it looks like two seconds before somebody swallows their tongue. Let me show you this <laughs> manual. <laughs> exactly. Because the video they showed us in school that's said him. that's. <laughs> I'm following. The point where you're supposed to intervene. Protocol is what I'm following. Jeez. I'm seeing all the trigger signs. <laughs> right. <laughs> but see, Major, so you 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 turning the corner on designer? You said a guilty pleasure. Like, you're still not comfortable with it. You it's, like, should I fuck with this? Yeah, because I want to hear more. I want to hear more than the the popular Migo flow. Okay. Or you know what I'm saying? I Yo, I'm glad him. you said that though. I'm sorry. Can I sidestep for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. I need people to give love a little bit more love to Migos in this in this this style. Yeah, because that that kind of got overlooked and swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's it. Most that's certainly. All for the that's, that's all. <laughs> that's all the props. They ain't even get a minute. <laughs> you not giving nah. them no, no more props. Nah, they can't get a full thirty seconds. Nah. <laughs> I'm finished. still partying off of the the Mike Tyson joint to knock you out. Okay, oh, this, I, oh, I'm yeah. so old. <laughs> I'm still listening to that in Versace. Yo, Versace's my shit. But let me tell you why Versace's my shit. Because uh, when Drizzy says, this is a gated community, please get the fuck up the prop. <laughs> yeah, that was disrespectful. That was it's so disrespectful. Like, whatever you're trying to do, just please do it on that no, side on that of the side. fence. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, excuse me. Have you ever been told that? No. I have not been told to get the fuck off the property. But... I have not been told to get off the property, but I've been a part of being on the property and telling other people. Yeah, I have know. told people, please get the fuck out the property. Let me tell you, I have been asked why I'm in a particular area. I have been too. And yeah, that's, that's not sexy that's at all. That's different. Mm. That's very different. But if I am friends with the owner of a property... And mm-hmm. you were not invited mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to that private pro- property, mm-hmm. then I have the right to ask you on behalf of the owner, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on this property? Please get the you, you need to roll out. This but if you're on community. public property, right. say a state road, yeah, yeah, and someone asks you, what are you doing around here? Mm. That doesn't own the don't doesn't own a damn thing around there. Then you know, yeah, that sparks a, a different side. Yeah. I'm ready to react. Reaction is what what are some of your reactions to that? Um it depends. It depends on who's asking me. If you're a random person on the street, it sparks me abandoning the Queen's English <laughs> and telling you what the fuck you can do with your statement and what parts of the anatomy you can eat. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to come in with the yeah. Um, if if it's the cops, <sighs> what are you doing, man? It's the swallowing of the pride that takes its toll. How many times have you? Would you say 
How many times has that happened to you? It's happened to me actually only one time. It has, and then it happened in the same area where I know it happened to you. I don't know how many times it's happened to you, but I know of one instance where it happened to you. Mm-hmm. And um, and my license clearly stated why I was in the area. Oh yeah, mine did too. And I got that question, and I said, oh, "Okay, I see how this is happening. I see how they roll around here. Um, so they're not here to protect or serve me." No. Um, no, that was that became very clear. Yeah, because my I like you have a license that stated what I <laughs> what you were doing, doing around there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and even after they retrieved that license, yeah, it was it apparently wasn't enough for them. Right. Mm. Yeah. So we're gonna. I, man, uh, this might be it put you it put you right back though. It, it puts you right the fuck back. Can I tell you about an instance? I never even told mom about this. Uh oh. It was around the time we were moving from Forestville. Um, so it was the padlock was on the front door. Mm-hmm. I think my dad went to go look at the house out Fort Washington, but we was chilling. Me, uh. Me and my close friends, me, John, uh, Jonathan, Dallas. Yeah. Well, yeah. This one we had the dad had the back porch all sectioned out. Right. Had the outlet. We had the TV out there. We playing video games. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with our one neighbor across the street. Pretty nosy lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She called. I guess she saw Dallas and uh, or John go back, around back, and she called the police. The police then came. They went around back, flashing the lights and everything. At this time. I'm, I'm no older than twelve. Okay. If even no, I'm eleven because I didn't turn twelve until later that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> minutia. <laughs> Keep going, son. But yeah, <laughs> like like a listener's gonna be like, God damn it, he wasn't twelve. Like, <laughs> I knew, I know him. I he remember he told me about that incident and specifically told me how old he was. No, nah, but um, it they come in flashing the lights and like um. Do you guys belong here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, um, I live here. This is my parents' house. Like, yeah, we're about to move. There's the padlock on the door. Like, so they're like, um, do you got um, what's your what's your first name and last name? I'm like, yeah, CJ Neil Blase Blue Jonathan stuff. I'm the oldest one. I'm Jonathan Blase Blue. You, I'm, I'm not sure what he expected that to do, but right. you know. I guess just trying to take responsibility. So they're like, okay, okay, um, can you take us through the house? Uh, you wouldn't happen to have a piece of mail, dude, would you? I'm like, uh, okay, okay. Like, I'm just young, young little C major, just doing whatever the cops tell Clear them. Clear violation. God <laughs> damn, Clear man. Clear violation. And so um, they had, I hand them a piece of mail. I guess they look at the name, saw that the last name matched up with what I told them, and they... Essentially left after that. Hold up. They asked to come in? Yeah. God damn it. Violation. Fuck! Can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Clear violation. And and that's not even... Okay. Before we, before we jump ahead in, welcome, first of all. Welcome to another episode of Reels and Fields. If you hear some chopping in the background, we chefing it up. It's a lot going on right it's now. It's a lot going on. We recording at a different time, so... Uh, part in the noise in the background. It just it has to be that way. Yeah, today. the studio ain't quite the studio yet. Right. So, yeah, it just has to be that way today. So we apologize in advance. And before we jump into the topic at hand, um, and and turn it into a whole 
situation. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I was just about to say, welcome to another episode of Reels and Fails. Okay. I mean, I was, just, Janelle, I was just looking. I was just Ms. looking and pointing. Looking and pointing like you ain't, you ain't do the thing. I'm like, come on. You know I'm structured. I need the thing. Or I don't know why I'm here. Welcome to another episode of Reels and Fails. I'm your host, T. Greasy, and my co-host, Chanel, and uh, producer sitting over there. C major. 11 a.m. <sighs> yeah. 11 a.m. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into, uh, we're just going to talk about uh, your rights, I think. I think this is going to be a general discussion about <sighs> knowing your rights, period. Because there are other podcasts out there doing their thing, and and we may touch on some of the subjects that and and the events that happened in the past uh, week, uh, most notably Alton Sterling and Philandro Castillo. Philandro Castillo, um, and then the incident that happened in Dallas. But I I don't want to get too too narrow into those subjects. Right. If you want to bear with me, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about rights, and this is not in any way me saying that all lives matter or it only happen it happens to everybody. This is just Better knowing not be saying uh, your uh, oh, rights. <laughs> May come it. across as because so many people don't know what their rights are. That's very true. I have a friend, someone I used to work with, who was convicted of. A DUI from her house. It's all bad. It's all bad. And the only reason something like that might happen is if you do not know know your rights. And as she explained the circumstances under which she was convicted, I was just shaking my head like, Gosh, like you, you, because you had no idea, like because you have so much faith in the system, mm-hmm. you voluntarily admitted to everything that you did from your house mm-hmm. and wind up with a charge, mm-hmm. wind up not being able to get a job, wind up putting your, your livelihood at risk. Mm-hmm. So the situation with something like this, she's leaving happy hour. She's driving down. She's on her way home, mm-hmm. and a car traveling opposite the direction of her calls the police to say that she was swerving down whatever street that is. Okay. Admittedly, she said at one point she reached for something in her glove box mm-hmm. that may have caused her to go across the median. Right. But she swerved right back. She gets home. She gets Home. So her car's parked. Car's she's out parked. of the car. She's in her home. In her home. Okay. The police show up because this person had enough time to take down her license tag. Mm-hmm. It's a slow moving road. Mm-hmm. It's residential. It's residential. Right. So they arrive at her house. The, the cops arrive at her house and they ask her to step out of the house. So I ask her, why do you think they want you to step out of the ding, house? Ding, 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 ding. She complies. They ask her how many drinks she had. She says one or two. They said, would you mind blowing into this? 
machine. We have we received a phone call that you were driving erratically. I told her at that point. First of all, I wouldn't have been out of that house. Right. You come back with a warrant. You come back with more than somebody said something right. about my vehicle because you don't know whether I was driving it. Right. A. My daughter could have been driving it. Right. Uh, I'm not stepping out of my house unless I called you. Right. To come check something out with the house. the house, yeah. So to fast forward, um, she wound up blowing something absurd. (laughs) (laughs) But still, though, in the same vein, you could have gone home and took the dick all straight. (laughs) <laughs> and you have you're well within your rights. I could be a seven point six six four in the fucking house, right? And pass out on my steps, right? <laughs> or somebody could have just dropped you off. Could have just dropped me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me. What, she, wait, what? Come on. God come damn on. it, sound man. Sound motherfucking man. We do, can't do, go do, 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 do. to. <laughs> Episodes without him doing something. So, to get back to the to bring it back to the general topic at hand, um, she wound up paying a very dear price for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she admitted to drinking. Uh, she complied with taking the breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. All this from her home. She was already at home. Now, what do you do, Miss Janelle, in this scenario? I I remember the cardinal rule. Rather I have been Mirandized or not, I always have the right to remain silent. Absolutely. Um, And like you said, if they ask me, ma'am, could you please step out? I'm sorry. I can't. And I don't have to. It would... If you need to come in, then you can go find a judge that has determined that you have enough probable cause to warrant coming into my home. And that's all the discussion that we're having. After having about a four-hour conversation with my dear friend, uh, she came to the uh, conclusion that she has never had to worry about cops before. Mm. And there was no reason for her to think that they would do anything or lead her in any bad way, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember specifically what she said, but it was kind of of the, the that, that feeling of, I don't worry about cops. Think cops don't do anything to you. Ah, yes. And after about four hours of conversation and going through her the count going through with her the countless times I've been pulled over and how many cars it takes mm-hmm. versus when she gets pulled over and how many cars it takes mm-hmm. based on the zip code that mm-hmm. you happen to be in she started to realize our views on cops are different very different our relationships with cops are very different very different if you couldn't guess my good friend is a Caucasian older woman about six years older than us mm-hmm. But again, no reason to ever fear or worry about why a cop showed up to her house until something like this happened to her. Now, I'm not saying the cops are at fault. Right. She complied with everything. Yep. And so this is the thing that I 
struggle with. When I hear, when all of these incidents come out, I, I like to gather as much information as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm the information person. Mm-hmm. I watch videos over and over and over to gather. I want to see all angles. Mm-hmm. I want to try to be compassionate with the victim and the assailant. Mm-hmm. I want to know what was going on, mm-hmm. right? So after watching the videos this week, I, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to say, after, after saying all of that, I still lot. don't know you what's said going a lot on. And you don't know. Um, after watching the videos, well, first let me let me take it back to the situation with the relationship with the cops. Okay, that a lot of African Americans seem to to be versed in a, a a code or a set of rules that a lot of people, Caucasian people, because um, most people of color are are kind of versed right in a protocol when dealing with the police. Um, the the ill part for me is that there's no level of compliance that works for people of color. And I think about the situation with Philando Castile as a prime example. And basically, while the video does not show the exchange that his girlfriend described as she was streaming as her man was dying next to her, but she described the fact that he was given a directive and in complying with that directive, shots were still fired. Right. In the case, I'm sorry, y'all got a part of me, man. Take your time. In Alton Sterling's case, The situation as being described by the store owner, Mm -hmm. the police were called, this description was given, and later we find out that it it had nothing to do with Mr. Sterling, it had nothing to do with anything that was happening outside that particular store. I actually don't care what what was happening, because when you've got two people on top of one man who was basically kind of jammed under a car on one side and has two full-grown male bodies on him on the other side. I don't care. I don't care if he had a gun. I don't care if there was anything in his pocket. I don't care because if your training does not allow you two people deep to subdue one man who has already been tased and you still fear for your life to the extent that you are firing multiple shots into a man's body. I I can't. Just because you holler the word gun, if there's no part of your training as an officer of the law that allows you to maneuver without firing multiple shots into somebody's body, when you and your partner have subdued that person, there's no recourse for that for me. I, I, there's no explanation for me. I don't. I don't care what the. I don't care what the situation. If if you are constantly fearing for your life, if every movement, if every bulge in a pocket, if everything is a threat to you, where you feel like you need to unload your pistol, 
This is not the occupation for you. This is not the job for you. Absolutely, because it it becomes a it you you're then any person, and this is the thing. If this is truly about what he had in his pocket mm-hmm. or whether he was reaching for whatever, mm-hmm. then any person who ever puts their hand in their pocket should get the should same meet the same thing. Right. If that's what your training if is telling you. If that's what you're telling, yeah. If that's if if you've tackled a white dude in the past mm-hmm. and he's reaching in his wallet or supposedly reaching for something, but it mm-hmm. doesn't appear that way because you got both of his arms mm-hmm. pinned down, then there there should be a lot of murder. There should be a lot of killings mm-hmm. on your book. Right, right. Your history should be real thick with with shootings. Yeah. But it doesn't appear to happen. Doesn't seem to go that way. Top. The percentages are actually pretty staggering. Yeah. Versus, you know, the majority. Right. Because we're, we're going to go with that. Versus the majority. Th- that sounds, that's a safe word right now. What do you think is so intimidating about pulling over a black person? Uh, Conditioning. Conditioning. What makes C major? Because we know C major. And are you intimidated by C major? I am major? not at all intimidated by C major. Not near my. <laughs> C major, make C- make your most intimidating face possible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, B. Wait a minute, B. <laughs> there was a level of emptiness that actually intimidated me. I, I was, no, I was nervous. And afraid of how he drove himself here today <laughs> with that intimidation face. <laughs> he struck fear in me as to how he like how he functions. Do, yeah, how does your brain? How work? are you pushing those buttons over there, buddy? <laughs> with, uh, how did you turn this on? <laughs> your this face is so. C un- major doesn't have enough of a beard that for me to be. <laughs> that is true. I bring shame to my family. <laughs> Your beard doesn't connect Ergo You shouldn't be as intimidating uh, But <laughs> Like But but honestly It is conditioned And I had a long conversation With somebody about In regards to the situation Because Because let me tell you Let me tell you the fucked up part There's too many situations To speak on I was discussing the Acquittal of Five of the officers Involved in the Freddie Gray case Okay like the struggle don't stop. Let's go, no, 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 no. But let's let's talk about what they were charged with and why they may have been acquitted. Well, that's that's another thing. The, okay. the charging and and the legal process, understanding how difficult it is to prove intent, right. um, why it matters, what degree of murder is being charged. Right. What like all of that falls into play, and I can't right now for for the sake of what's going on. For the, for the point I want to get, I'm not going to get into each officer and what they were charged with. But that's something you need to pay attention to. <sighs> oh, God. It's just so much. But we <laughs> was having a conversation, and the person mentioned to me, well, you know, some of the officers involved were black. I said, yeah. The point of that is black people are seen as a threat through conditioning, through propaganda, through the media, through everything that we're fed from the time that we're born. The object of white supremacy, for it to keep going, for, it, for the machine to keep going, the information has to be continually kicked out 
of who's inferior. Black folks are conditioned to think that there's a set of good, good us and then the other us. I know black folks who will look at another black man and based on his appearance, figure that he's up to no good, perceive him as a threat. This is something that you get taught. Mm -hmm. This is something that you get taught. You get taught to associate thug, criminal. While, while, all, while all data shows otherwise, you're more likely to be killed, raped, robbed by a white person in this country. If you want to call it by, based on numbers alone, fine, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but you're more likely to be subject to terrorism by a white man in this country. Mm-hmm. The, the narrative doesn't state that. They got you looking at your Muslim brothers and sisters. So all of this is conditioning. This is why a black cop will approach a black man differently than they'll approach a white woman because they don't see them as a threat. I saw a video like a month or two ago, white woman hanging out her car, cussing at people, clearly, you know, just off off her business. People considered her mental health. Mm -hmm. People considered a whole lot of things before they considered shooting her. Mm -hmm. And I know that no person of color would get that same consideration Mm -hmm. because of the conditioning. If you were to just put up a picture of a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white woman in between the ages of 20 and 30 and a black woman with an afro between the ages of 20 and 30 and say, who is more likely to have a weapon? Who's more likely to have a threat? You would get black and white people alike saying that it's the black person. If you go and you switch that whole thing up and put a picture of C Major in his most empty intimidating face <laughs> next to a white woman. And we know that C Major's sweats are too skinny for him to have a gun. He, there's nowhere <laughs> for him to place any weapon. Right. And this and the, the blonde haired, blue eyed white lady, we could ha- she could have an AR-15 strapped to her and they would still say that C Major is the threat because that is the way that people have been conditioned. Absolutely. And so that's why when you try to explain to people that this is a systemic problem a systemic problem. The entire system moves against people of color in the justice system because of the perception that we are a bigger risk. Black kids aren't allowed to be kids. No. Did you see the video where the, the cop was on the bus berating a, a little black boy because he was smiling at him? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was uh, rather sobering. Because he may or may not have cracked a joke about what was happening, whatever the incident, whatever the situation was on mm-hmm. the bus. But he intentionally went to that little boy's seat, put his finger in his face, mm-hmm. and berated him. And the most I heard him say was, you're going to keep smiling at me? It was, mm-hmm. it was just like, it was, I couldn't believe it was real. I thought it was a skit. Right. I really thought it like was it's like... Too, it's too ridiculous... To be in any way, shape, or form for real. Right. So it starts out when when the kids are little. It starts out extremely early. It starts out when the kids are little. Now now that little black boy's experience or his expectation or his prejudice against cops has already been formed. It's It's done. Do you could you tell how old he was? The little kid, they didn't show the little kid on the video, but looking at his classmates, it I want to say elementary. It was elementary school or junior. Junior, 
junior high at the very oldest. But you think about the way that the media portrays things. Like, a cattle be 22 in college, fucking something up, white guy, on his fucking A mode. But you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be in fucking A mode. And, woo! And then something happened, and it'd be like, oh, he was just a kid. 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown, 18, a fucking kid. On his way to school. On his way. And called a man even as the victim. You feel what I'm saying? Or my, or, or my dude that was convicted of rape and only got what, like six months? Six months. Six months. Yeah. And he's a kid he's with a, a bright kid. future. He has a bright No, he's a grown fucking man who's a rapist. Nobody says that. But people of color, kids are charged as an adult at a high rate. It was profound when Jesse Williams said we might be magic, but we still human. That shit is a problem. They see us as superhuman. Yeah. They see us as something else. It's like my, I think about Tamir Rice being 12 in the park doing his thing and not getting any benefit of any doubt. They jumped out and fired on a child. How many seconds? Eight. Seconds. They jumped out and fired on a child because he's automatically a superhuman threat. And I think about my beautiful niece. This is my baby girl, but she's a beautiful nine-year-old. Sweet Jesus, she's nine years old, but she's 5'3". She's grown woman height. So if she's outside playing with her cousins and they got water guns, she right. look like... Right. My, my mother is 5'2". My baby girl is 5'3", and she's going to be 10 in September. So, so if you're just going to ride up and fire on people, that's, that shit is real for me because people don't see her as my little baby girl. So she's not allowed to do child shit. And you got to think about what that means in this country. You're getting started off being seen as a predator. You're getting started as a person of color. You're growing up looking at people who look like you as predators. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's from, and and what's crazy is none of this is new. Nah, the the newness of it, or what people are feeling, why people are feeling like they're getting attacked with it all of a sudden, the exposure. Is the exposure. We didn't have camera phones. The, the that Rodney King beating, <laughs> man, that was just so. That was the most eye opening thing I've ever seen as a young adult. We, I was just coming out of high school when mm-hmm. that shit happened. Or I, I was still in high school. I can't remember. I can't remember what was, whether we was it was 94 or 92. My, I, my history is fucked up. But watching, the, and, and the, this is... And people in Cali ain't give a fuck. They was like, this is Wednesday. This is, this is Wednesday, <laughs> right. But over here, in the, in, in, and I heard, at that time, I heard a couple of incidents about PGPD. But nobody that I knew personally was affected by any abuse. Mm-hmm. So it was something that was so foreign to me and I'm watching it and I'm sitting there watching it over and over again with pops and pops is looking at it like, yeah, that's about right. Right. Because he had lived it. Right. He had been through it. He had seen it before. This was my first exposure to it. And so after having a, a long conversation with him about Racism in America I was like Wow There's racism in America, You know Right I, I, Mind you I'd already experienced it In private school mm-hmm. I'd already experienced it But I didn't know it I didn't know what it I, I, I really didn't have a, a true sense of 
how dangerous it could be. I just thought, oh, these white kids just picking on me. Right. And you don't understand that this is the way of life in America. Right. On every level. Right. So I'm like, damn, they, they grow up. I guess these white kids that pick on you in the playground grow up and become the cops that, that beat on you. Right. When Yeah. So it, it it just, at that point in my life, I, I it, it hit me. Mm-hmm. The, the, the naiveness uh, of, of my youth was stripped. But my whole childhood was stripped from me mm-hmm. at that point. And as we ad- advanced in technology and everybody has a camera now, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, people now, and when, how many times have you thought about pulling over to the side of the road to, to whip your camera out because you see somebody getting pulled over? Did you ever have to worry about that before? Like, let me let me just let, let me, me just post up. Let me just, just make sure case. you're not by yourself, right? Just in case okay. this goes south. Gerasmo told me about a situation recently. Yeah, in the wake of all this bullshit, where she felt the need to do that. Yeah, and that shit does something to you, man. Yeah, it does something to you. People of color in this in this country are moving with so much trauma. It's it's. The levels for for anybody to not be able to empathize, that's your privilege. If if exactly. you are a white person who can't empathize with how stressful it is to be black in America, you are you are wearing your privilege. Congratulations. Yeah. Because that is so real. And so because when 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 information was not so free flowing, you could sit back and be like, dang, it's going on like that in Cali. Oh my gosh. And you can choose to have a conversation or not. But now, the way the information is disseminated so quickly and so fierce, so you understand, oh, oh, we're not safe in Louisiana. Oh, we're not safe in South Carolina. Oh, we're not safe in Maryland. No, we're not safe in Minnesota. Oh, uh, Missouri, no, we're not safe there. Texas, oh, hell been no. We're we not safe. safe in Texas. Oh, <laughs> New York, oh, no, we're not safe in New York. Like, so you know everywhere you are in America, when other countries are saying, hey, we black. When you, if you're traveling to America for vacation, you're just gonna be black there, and this is how the police act towards you. Just, just think about that. If, if, if I'm a leader in the Bahamas and I go and I go to work and I say, you know what, we might want to issue a statement to our citizens about traveling to the <laughs> to North yeah. America because you know we they just gonna look black. They just gonna look black, and you might not come home. That's real shit. That's real But you know shit. what? Bravo to the Bahamas. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo to them. Because the only way we're going to, we're going to, I think, I think the, 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 the fear, the anxiety, the PSTD. P- whoa. Whoa. PTSD. Oh, oh, oh money. Oh. oh, I'm so glad you brought it on home though. Cause that let me know that you, there's still some normalcy. <laughs> Hey man, it's you still just, you just threw a gang of letters out there, <laughs> dude, and I love it. The PVWS, oh yeah, of the oh, whole yeah. situation. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we're all experiencing that now, and at this time, it's a lot of people, you know, trying to gather and 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 get together and come up with plans or or, or, or try to be an activist in any type of way. Mm-hmm. But bravo to. The Bahamas for issuing that statement Yeah Because the one thing this country does move on The one color that constantly propels this country is green So if any 
other country out there want to step up and issue the same fucking warning, please, please let let's 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 say you know them them cute little instead monuments of, and parks yeah, and, instead of going to DC, you get, get you get shot down right in front of that monument. <laughs> right, let's park. let's warn our citizens and, and our nation not to go to America right. this summer. You might want a vacation. You to might want to go go to Canada. Yeah, mm-hmm. go 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 to South America. Right, right. Or how about you stay go home to and, and have a, a staycation? <laughs> yes, have a staycation. Go, go, go to one of the other friendly islands we got right around here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the police, la policia, <laughs> is, is police. fucking, fucking up. <laughs> la policia is fucking up over there. That's what. That's what the. Is that a statement? <laughs> <laughs> That's the statement from the from from the people of the Republic of said, Greece. But hold on, she ain't say is, or she said s. Fucking up. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would if if I owned a little tiny island of say sixteen people, I'd be like, you know what? Let's let's not. And matter of fact, stop buying Heinz ketchup. We gonna stop. go get yeah. We gonna get our ketchup from over there. Yeah. We gonna get we gonna get our products from over here. Yeah. Well, let's speak with our let's speak with our money. Yeah, let's stop importing the uh, USA shit. I don't yeah. want a made in USA nothing. No, matter of fact, let's go get it from China before it gets to America. Mm-hmm. Right before they put their made in America stamp <laughs> on it anyway. <laughs> before they tax our ass, right? We can actually get all this shit from China and just do it ourselves. True, indeed. And I think that's the only. I, my personal belief is that. You know, I'm I'm not one for riding anymore. I got a bad back, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not finna. You're not gonna be able to ride for long. I'm not. We yeah. can't. We can't keep yeah. you in the struggle. My that riot. Way. My riot game is weak. Mm-hmm. My march game is weak. Mm-hmm. Now, if there was a a a a, a bike to something, mm-hmm. I bike to something. You'll, you'll bike it out. <laughs> I'll right. bike it out. Yeah. I got a good four or five hours on that. But I I bike it that. out. Mm-hmm. I got. You. But I ain't marching though. Right. My knees ain't set up like that. No. My lower back. My sciatica, all and, that. And shit. Nobody's carrying you, Grease. And I, and I love you. You know yes. this. I know this. Yeah, I know I'm y'all not, not carrying me. No. It's a lot. And if yeah. they get the tear gas in the whole little rally, and I'm not pushing you a, on the wheelchair. Yeah, you like, only got half a nostril in the summertime, right, anyway. Right. So you can't even take the tear gas. I can't here. take anything. Yeah. So what I choose to do, mm-hmm. my mode of activism. Is with my money. Oh, for sure. And that most certainly hits home. I remember um, I was in my African American studies class, and uh, wait, you was in class, me? I was in class. I was late. Oh, for sure. But (laughs) I was there. (laughs) Professor was late. (laughs) Professor, (laughs) don't it be? Yo, I went to I went to HBCU that we had the little sign in sheet forever. (laughs) You know they got fifteen minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then the countdown began. But um, uh, like shortly before um, Martin Luther King was killed, like a lot of people like, and that and this is where it all hits home for me as far as racism in America, because I came up, Martin Luther King had a dream, he died, his dream became reality. Woo! Everything good. <laughs> black people love white people. White people love black people. <laughs> we in the same school, baby. <laughs> we did it, baby. We did it, baby. We here. Bradley. We here. I'm in PG County, so my one white Bradley. What's good, baby? We here. Damien, what's up, baby? So yeah. But we learned about like I have a dream. That was a monumental speech. It was on the Capitol. He did this shit on that one. But it was a speech. <laughs> he rapped. Yeah, That's he rapped. He put on for us. For all like for for mainstream black America, he did he did that shit. But there was a speech where he spoke about 
like essentially saying, yeah, my dream and all was good, but I don't think they're getting the point. Economic. And he essentially talked about if we stop motherfucking putting this money, I, I don't know the word, so I'm going <laughs> to get ignorant with it. But if we stop putting our, yeah, I'm paraphrasing. If we stop putting our money into, into these motherfuckers, like he was talking about like Wonder Bread and all that, like small mm-hmm. shit, like that's where we hit them. Mm-hmm. And that shit started to happen. Yeah. And then he got killed. Mr. Janelle, why don't you speak on the uh, the bus situation, the boy? Oh, oh yeah. And how many uh, thousands and thousands of dollars and see the thing? See the thing that people don't understand, like millions of dollars. The, the civil rights movement. God bless, God bless, the people who did the sit-ins and the, who sat and 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 took that. You got the dogs and the hoses and all of that. The movement, though, when the Montgomery bus boycott kicked off and they recognized, they had no choice but to recognize how much money, how much money they were getting from hardworking black folks to ride those buses. They didn't care. <clears throat> okay, we're going to lock them up. Oh, you don't want to sit in the back. You don't want to know your place. Wait a minute. They not even fucking with us no more. Mm-hmm. When I tell y'all, y'all, y'all understand, we, we, we capitalist kids, we came up with shit. Let, we just going to keep it 100. I'm a suburban girl all day, every day. I eat oodles and noodles as a novelty. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm on the poor spectrum of things. I know what it's like to sit good. People had to inconvenience themselves with the Montgomery bus boycott. Bama's got up, and wa- Bama's got up hours early. To walk to wherever to they needed walk to be. To work. That that's how strong the boycott was. And that's how strong the unity was at that time. I would pack if I was one of the people in my neighborhood with the car. I'd get up at 5 a.m. and start making runs for my people who couldn't walk to work. I'm taking y'all three, four, five at a time. Come back, pick up another set, take y'all where y'all need to go. Come back, take another set, take y'all where y'all need to go. I leave my house. I gotta be to work at nine. I leave my house at six to walk those miles to get to work. This is what happened, and they saw it. So they, it was so glaring. We're missing this money. We're missing this money. When our transportation authority doesn't have the money, then we gotta ask the government for subsidy. When the government said, "Why the fuck are y'all asking us for money?" Because we're not making no money. How the fuck are y'all not making money? Y'all are the fucking bust. What, what are you talking about? You're not making no money. Nobody black can be found on the bus. These little cute signs that we have that are directing them to the back are useless because nobody's here. Nobody's here. Nobody's spending any money. Do you know how powerful the black dollar is? You know how fed up a lazy motherfucker like me gotta be <laughs> to not catch the bus? It's real shit. Like, I'm just thinking about that shit. I'm thinking about that shit. I ain't had no car, and my commute is what it is. Right. You know how fed up I gotta be? No, seriously, think about how lazy I am. I'm, I, I'm very well versed in your lazy levels. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it was to get you to record at 11 a.m., I know what it was. I mean, look at me. I'm, look, I'm looking smooth at you, B. The, the, the amount 
of determination and fed upness. Cause you know it was lazy motherfuckers back then. You know somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know we had. You know a few. A few of the strong. Mm-hmm. A few of the. A few of the Miss Janelles of the sixties had to come <laughs> smack a few greasies. Yeah. And be like, get the fuck off the bus. What I told are you, you doing? You doing at this motherfucking bus stop? I'm at the bus stop. Like, whoop! Ain't nobody on this motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah! Get the stretch out in the back. Right. You know it was a handful of <laughs> it us. It was. It was in the beginning yeah. on the bus and passing y'all like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's why. Fuck us up. Don't wait for organization. It's people who are like, yo, we can't do nothing until we get. Or-. No, just just get started. Get started winning how you can. Because let me tell you something. I I've always been acting. You know how people tell you go ahead and vote, do whatever, blah blah blah, whoop de whoop. Yeah, do your part. Wop wop. Okay, I've been at the booths. I've been at the, and I'm wondering, damn, what's going on? What? I'm, I'm still voting. What the? Okay, well, I for those who know me on a personal level, if you're my friend or whatever, um. I've been rapping for Bernie Sanders before people were announcing what was going on, and I understand right now that he's not the he's not the preemptive nominee for the Democratic Party. But I started believing in him early in in 2015. I started following what he was saying. I started contributing early, and when I became a part of his political action committee, when you put some money on it, your name gets on a lot of lists. And it's no mistake that Bernie Sanders was the first candidate. And when I tell you, I'm, I'm talking about, remember when it was 17 Republicans standing up on the podiums looking 45 nuts? 45 Republicans. <laughs> right. When it was, when, back when O'Malley was still trying to be in the game Shit with the Democrats. like a Royal Rumble match. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders made a statement about the treatment of people of color by the police in this country. He did it because he got money from the people. And when you give money, you get all kinds of emails and, and snail mail correspondence and, hey, Janelle, how you doing, booze? And mm-hmm. what do you want to see on the platform? They're mm-hmm. asking you. So you think that you're doing it by voting. You are. You're helping. But when you put money on that shit, they, somebody's about to come in here and fix me pancakes for real. When I... <laughs> My third, my third contribution is, oh, this bitch giving money. We got to go get her something to eat. We got it was, some flapjacks. I, first thing I said, you, you get privy to surveys that you don't hear about. When people, when I used to see polls pop up on CNN, I'm like, who the fuck are they asking? They They're asking, asking people who giving money. So when they ask me, what do you think Bernie needs to talk about at this particular debate? You need to ask Bernie, what the fuck? Is it Black Lives Matter or is it All Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. And that motherfucker looked at oh, seventeen hundred people sent me this amount of money, and they said my answer better motherfucking be Black Lives Matter. And that might have been on his heart the whole time. But I'm gonna tell you the reality: when I got my survey, I need you to get on TV and I need you to say that Black Lives Matter. And what did he do? He fucking said it. This is the power of money, y'all. This is the power of money. It's people of color that's in the struggle. It's white people that's in the struggle. Don't don't get it twisted, y'all. It's white people who recognize. Absolutely. I think some of the loudest... I have... I don't know how many white people I have. (laughs) You haven't tallied your whites lately? I haven't tallied my... And I haven't haven't done a count on Facebook. But the, the faithful few, the ones I know are always at the... 
at the forefront. They post them before me. Right. And I told you at the beginning of this episode, I'm the inf- I'm the gatherer. Mm-hmm. I'm always at gathering as much information as possible. I'm watching the videos. Gerasmo was like, I don't know how you could watch that video over and over again. Oh, I'm desensitized. I watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I wa- you know what I'm saying? Like, so the, I'm, I'm gone. But on I'm this. literally not even at this point. I am looking for everything mm-hmm. because if someone comes to me with bullshit, I'm ready to fire back. Mm-hmm. Well, no, actually, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So my first post this week was, let's see the security footage from the store. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Where's it at? Okay, the cameras that were on them stopped working. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see some different angles of this. Because rightfully so, the people who were video, both the store owner's view and the, the, the people who were in the car, they turned away when the mm-hmm. actual... And that's, that's your natural, that's natural. reaction. Yeah. Let me see the robot. Let me see that camera that was just there. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. And how convenient that and how Baton con- Rouge PD got got a hold of that footage quickly. Absolutely. And I know some people, you know, some people's views are they shouldn't be running that video as much as they are. It's conditioning, it's mm-hmm. things that... And, and, and I understand if that's how you feel, that's, that's okay. And do the self-care and don't watch. Don't watch. Do the self-care. But for yeah. those of us who can take it, for those of us who are looking, mm-hmm. who are researching... That that is needed. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. my whole thing. The one thing I loved about Obama um, during his entire presidency is everything's an open book. Mm-hmm. The transparency is huge, even with the ugly shit. Even, even with, with the, the, the uh, drone killings, and, all of that. Yeah. The transparency is there. I always know what's going on with my government while Obama's here. You didn't have that. With Bush, you could, you didn't have it when the soldiers were being brought home. We didn't see it, mm-hmm. and so that was the biggest thing: is the transparent. Okay, here, here we go. I can see everything now. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what the com- what the government is doing, mm-hmm. and I didn't agree with everything, right? But I can see it, and so that's the type of person that I am. I can handle. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Show me the show. Show it to me, and if you can't, then don't, don't watch it. I respect both takes on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right now we need we need those who can and those who cannot, and we need both of those people to come together, mm-hmm. and and pro- those who can protest, mm-hmm. those who cannot, right? Do something. Do something. It's real easy to do it with your money. It's real easy because the thing is, right now, commerce, commerce is ne- it's never gonna stop in here. But you can contact anybody. I can find the CEO of the bank that I use, the the laundromat I frequent, the well, hit them up. Do Black Lives Matter? CEO of XYZ company. Do Black Lives Matter? Well, I feel like oh, okay, cool. Let me let me get my money gone. Mm-hmm. Let me stop it because you know. First of all, buy black just because you you just should. You should encourage that 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 commerce and that and that building of our community. But there's some services that you might have to get from white folks, and you can ask the simple question: Do Black Lives Matter to you? And they can give you a simple answer: Yeah or no. If their answer is no, okay, cool. 
and tell a friend, tell them all. Oh, that's where you get your coffee at? Oh, you know they don't think that Black Lives Matter. Oh, for real? Cool, because there's 17 other spots where I can go get coffee at. Absolutely. Make your moves. Make your moves, however they might be. If your move right now is to tell your black son, your black daughter, you are worthy, you are not inferior, that other black person is not your enemy, look out for them. Look out for each other. While we're getting the police talk, white folks, this ain't for you. Y'all don't have the police talk. I'm keeping 100 with you. Wrap yourselves in your privilege with that. We got the police talk in my house. It's, oh, you trying to get your license? Cool. Let me give you the police talk. While you're giving the police talk, talk to your kids about their rights. Talk to your kids about, oh, you seen your homeboy getting pulled over? Stop. Be that witness. Be that witness. This is critical, y'all. This is critical. This is real. As much as people want to try to convince you that it's not, as much as people want to change the narrative instantaneously, as soon as people want to gloss over the fact that over 500 people of color have been killed by the police and then you got to focus heavy on five cops that got killed, that's the footage that you get every day, they're going to change the narrative. This is not me saying it's one or the other. Nobody should have lost their lives. But don't let that narrative cloud you on the fact that black lives are not mattering in the system of the United States as it stands. Does, I have a question for you. Please. Because this whole entire week, I've been, my, my brow is bent up. My, it's my been neck, furrowed My lot, neck is man. stressed. I feel heavy, heavier than normal. You know, and it, it's not the food. It's just heavy. <laughs> But, you know uh, what the food heavy is I know is what like. the food heavy is like. This is just heavy. Mm-hmm. Like my head, everything. It just feels weighed on. Mm-hmm. Did it bother you or does it bother you when you see some of your friends post the Blue Lives Matter almost instantaneously as the issue in Dallas erupted over what we saw the two days prior or the day prior? It bothers the shit out of me. It it does bother me, but it, it does on the scale of, I feel like, God damn, the conditioning is strong. And I'm not saying anything about race. I'm just saying people. Your, yeah. Your Facebook friends changing their profile pics to support the blue, all of that. And and nothing, I'm, I'm not saying this to say, I'm not anti-police. If you... Then it's a shame that that message has to keep getting said it's because so, this is not what this is about. It's not about being anti-police at all. It's just simply making an observation about how conditioned some of our friends are mm-hmm. and some of the people that we associate with, mm-hmm. how conditioned they are to automatically assume that A, Philando and Sterling... Had mm-hmm. something malice, something they had to have done something mm-hmm. in order to have those interactions with the cops that mm-hmm. day, and that even if they did do something to have an interaction with the cops, somehow that justifies the cops' fear 
or and what murder. Have you. Because that's what they're saying in, mm-hmm. in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Even though they, you know, they're, they're quick to put the blue lives matter thing up. Mm-hmm. To me, that translated, oh, you thought something, you thought the other two, they did something to put themselves in the situation right. that they're in. Okay, I see where you at. Right. I, I, know, who my, I know who my allies are. Mm-hmm. And I say that for all my Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. Those people who... who Posted those Blue Lives Matter flags up in immediately mm-hmm. because this is the this is the difference. Let all the information settle. Let everything funnel out. Mm-hmm. If it's immediate with that, I know where you at. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you stand, and you're not my ally. <clears throat> the thing that people miss though with that too. We know that blue lives matter because the person that they've accused of doing this has already served. They've already faced justice. They've already faced justice. If you believe that the person that they paraded in front of us and then, well, first they spent a, they spent a day and a half parading the wrong person in front of us. Yeah, that's true. We're not even going to talk about how irresponsible that was and how dangerous that was. Still no apology, still no retraction. And how that man was portrayed because he did have a weapon in an open carry state. So you basically, the, the NRA has already told us that, that gun rights are only for white people. And then yep. people are getting up talking about, well, he had a gun. Well, he had the right to have that gun. And so a lot of people also believe with the NRA that, that gun rights are not for black people. And that's a whole, oh my God, we, we had to do a four hour Oh sweet Jesus! But either way, <laughs> you 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 had that misinformation. But then the key that people keep forgetting: the person that they're saying is responsible for the death of those cops faced justice. Immediate, immediate, swift justice. No, no, no evidence was gathered. Nothing. No facts. Nobody needed to know more. No prosecution team. Well, wait, how'd together? you get his ID if he was blown up? Don't do that. Don't don't even get me on that level, B, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the conditioning is strong. That's all I'm going to keep saying. The conditioning was strong, and I knew that the narrative was going to change. I just didn't know how, to, how, how it was going to work out. We couldn't keep talking about those two black men who were murdered through the yeah. end of the week. You I'm gonna can't say, just oh, nah. keep it there. I'm, I'm going to jump out there with a conspiracy theorist-ass shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, five cops equals about... 500 people of color Shit So if we can get them To stop talking about this For a few days Let's Go ahead and sacrifice A few blow over Yeah Yeah. Okay 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 See five of ours are dead And we good Mm -hmm. Right God Damn Damn I mean, I hate to I hate to diminish I, the lives of those that, cops like that, but that kind of that's what it feels like. But if you don't see that the Black Lives Matter movement is about justice, if if you don't understand that it's about the fact that these people are getting murdered and nothing is happening to the cops, people don't talk to me about black on black crime. Don't talk to me about it because people on the street who commit crime against other people on the street. Face justice. Well, white on white crime doesn't exist, apparently. I'm not yeah. even touching that right there because I'm everybody knows that. that crime is intraracial 90% of the time. You're going to kill, rob, rape those who are around you. And in this country that we try to pretend is a melting pot, it is not. And you probably melting live... melting pot about sectioned off like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. Because it's a red line around certain districts. Oh, boy. 
Hold on. Girl. Hold on. You, you don't put a word out. There's a red <laughs> There's line a red around line. certain districts in this country. So, if the bus route don't take you to kill a white person, the odds are that if you're, you're just a killer, gonna kill you're going to kill who you're close to. People in your neighborhood. But you're going to face justice. Don't talk to me about what other things are happening, how the black folks need to clean up their act and we need to do... No, there's no level of respectability that'll stop you from getting killed by the cops. And fuck you black people out there with that same rhetoric. Yes, fuck you. There is no room for interracial prejudices. There's no room for it. There's no room for it right now. So get the fuck off my timeline and stop preaching your hate speech to your own people because you're part of the fucking problem. You're part of the problem. That goes to you, Mr. Bill Cosby. That goes to several other countless celebrities that want to tell young black folks to pull their pants up. Steve Harvey, tell us to cut our locks off. Uh, go with a, a, a nice clean cut. If you present yourself well... If you're a professor and you live in your neighborhood and you are around your house and your neighbors feel like you're a little too black, doctor, then police are going to come to you. There's no level of respect. There's no suit that are going to stop the police from killing you. I don't know a haircut (laughs) that's bulletproof. I've never heard of a haircut being bulletproof. Please tell me. Maybe Steve Harvey's hair was bulletproof. (laughs) That drum was thick, little mug. My thing is, let go of your own condition, and it's not us and them. It's not us and them. We all black. We all people of color. Nobody. Let me tell you, I had a speeding ticket. Mm, I think my last ticket. Uh, I was a ticket master for about, <laughs> for about ten years, but I think my last one was like twenty fourteen. Please understand, if I get shot by the police, the narrative that you're going to get, first of all, you're going to get my most rugged, afro-ed, fucked up, super dark-skinned picture. (laughs) Let me me just tell you how it's going to go. Nobody going to give a fuck that that I've been to school. Nobody going to give a fuck that I've worked with with children for 16 years. Nobody going to give a fuck about that. They're going to tell you about, well, you know, she had a a case. And and they're going to say a case. Mm -hmm. They're not going to say that I was doing 45 and the 35. They're going to say Janelle had a case in 2015. That's the narrative that you pay attention to the conditioning. Pay attention. It don't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like. You can get killed as a person of color for calling the police, for needing help. Mm -hmm. You can get killed for sitting in the car next to the person who was driving. You can get killed for sitting in your house, being asleep on your couch. You can get killed for switching lanes without hitting the, the, the turn signal. You can get killed for being in the park playing. You can get killed for feeling like getting some Skittles and some tea. You can get killed for just being black and existing and having a wallet. You can get killed. Oh, my God. I'm going to do. He took so many shots. They took a lot of shots. Oh, my God. They took a lot of shots. Nowadays. You can get your body riddled with bullets for having a wallet if, if you're a black person in America. Let that shit sink in. And people will go on administrative leave. 
pay and people will go and get counseling for the the stress and trauma of shooting you up we're not talking about just violence in general we're talking about the lack of justice when i have to tell you that black lives matter no the conversation doesn't go to all lives matter and there's no fucking such thing as a blue life. That's no. the way I feel about it. That's a fucking choice. The conversation has to be Black Lives Matter because every fucking day in the country that you live in, you are being shown that black lives don't. And to all those cops out there remaining silent through all of this, fuck you too. If you can't say to your colleagues and your co-workers, you can't do this job if the sight of a black man makes you so scared that you got to fire six shots. Don't do this shit. If you can't say that, you're just you're complicit. You're just as guilty, B. Just as guilty. If you don't understand that this is about justice. The only thing I'm going to say about that, though, is I see a lot of people talk about, you know what, fuck it. You might as well go ahead and delete me. You might as well go, you might as well go one yourself. Get the fuck gone. Go. Have conversations. When people don't know, you better tell them. You better tell them. When you got black people in your life coming and talking that shit to you, how are we going to talk about when the cops kill us? Blah, blah, blah. We don't talk about when we kill each other. Have a conversation. Tell them. Tell them that when you are witnessing black people committing crimes against black people and you call the cops, the cops just might kill you. And they'll be all right. And they'll go home. Freddie Gray family is up the street from me and they're watching one by one people go home. For murdering their son, their brother, their cousin. What are you telling me? You're telling me that that life doesn't matter because people are going home. This is about justice. This ain't about violence. This ain't about respectability. This is about why the fuck don't people get justice when they commit murder? If I go and I shoot somebody outside and I say, oh, but I was scared. They looked oh so threatening. It was going to be him or me. You will not be hearing me. It's not Greasy and Janelle no more. It's just reels. <laughs> it's not reels and feels. Because I'm going the fuck to jail. This is about justice. So you're telling me that, oh, I can go join a, a, a police academy with my scared ass. Yep. And then when I feel threatened, I can shoot a person of color and go home. That's what this is about. Use your feet, use your good back, use your sign-making skills. Go out and walk. If you can't walk, to if make, you let can't your money walk, walk. Let your money walk. If you win D.C., it's going down today. We got rallies at 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Be at church at 8 o'clock. You find them. Get with them. Get with people and start talking. If you want more information, hit us up on Facebook. We got... 
We got people on the ground, folks. It's people on the ground. If you want to know what to do with your money, if your bank ain't hollering that Black Lives Matter, get your fucking money into a black bank. If you in the metro, the D.C. metro area, if you in Baltimore, there's banks for you. Holler at us. If you want to do the blackout on the 15th and you're not going to work, if you want to do the blackout on the 23rd, if, fuck it. If you, want to, if you want to take leave and just black out for, for two weeks, whatever you got to do, if your organization ain't talking that shit, if your organization don't care if you come in, if your badge get bloody, if you don't show up at your desk because you had an encounter with the cops, talk to them about that shit. Let them know because your time is your currency there. Yeah. And trust me, they're making a lot of money off of you showing up. They're making a lot of money off of you showing up. If Whatever you your job is. If you don't know where you fit in, if you don't know how to do it, if you don't know how to accost your, your local leaders, if you don't know how to accost your local politicians, hit us up. I'm going to let you know. Hit up Campaign Zero. Google it. We all got the Google machines. It's in your hand right now while you're listening. Go to Campaign Zero. Look up your local NAACP. Ask everyone that you do business for before you swipe that card. Do Black Lives Matter? Just do it. Just ask them. If they face freeze up, have yeah. a conversation. You know what? You I can go all get milk. Thirty-six of them groceries off that yeah. belt. Yep. Or just walk away. Just walk off. Walk off. Cause there's another grocery store somewhere. Yeah. We in this. We in this now. Unless you're in the hood, now. then you might be. Some, you might be. Yeah. If you know people in the hood, hell, thank you for saying that, Grease. If you know people in the hood that are in a food desert, we in this together. Take them to another store. Take them to another store. Go to the food bank. Get with them. Do do. Become the food bank. For every good that you buy for yourself, buy one for somebody that you know live in a food desert. We got to do this, man. We got to do this. If you understand that this is about justice, do this. If you don't understand about that this is about justice, don't just spout your opinions and then go back to sleep. Talk to somebody. If you disagree with me, if you say, you know what the fuck you mean, Black Lives Matter, hit me up and I'll tell you what I mean. We got to do this. We got to do this, y'all. I'm sorry. I've been talking for a long time. Your silence is compliance it, <sighs> in my eyes. And I see you. I see you. I seen you I when see Paris. You. I seen got you hit. when Paris got hit. I seen you. I seen your silence when Nigeria got hit. I seen the rainbow flags. I'm talking to my gay folks too. I seen you. I seen you. I seen everybody profile pic with that rainbow flag on it. I seen it. I know who you are. I seen your comments on the gorilla. I seen your I comments, seen your on, comments the lion. on it. I seen your outrage. I seen you. I seen all your outrage. All of it. Yeah, that was as far as it went. That's, that was I all of it. So if you real if you start to notice that I don't fuck with you the same, I see you. That's why I see you. I know who my allies are. If you don't understand the movement, talk to me. Hit me up at Reels and Feels on Facebook. And don't be scared. Fuck that. What you scared for? Email me at reelsandfeels at gmail.com. Hit me at reelsandfeels on, on Twitter. Hit me at Devious Dose on Twitter. Ask me. I'll tell you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you said too much. You, don't, you haven't been on, on the Twitter machine. 
if I if I see because it it sent me the little thingies, the little bird show up on my phone, and okay. I usually toss it away. But if I see the little bird show up and it says somebody telling you about because I get the little bird and say we haven't seen you in a long time. Here's, yeah. what, here's what you've missed. <laughs> but if I see the little bird and it says so and so hit you or somebody added me, that, that's what happens, right? They yeah. Add you. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. The time is now, man. It's no more waiting. It's critical mass now. People are having kids in this madness. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of my friends and family members are raising kids. little kids that have to deal with this. And you like, already you already gonna have to deal with how they're glossing over slavery in the in the school system. Mm-hmm. That's one part you're gonna have to you're gonna have to teach them a little bit more than what they're gonna go over in the school system. The history books are changing, folks. It's history books out there saying that that that, that we slavery wasn't slavery that that they were migrant workers or indentured servants and shit like that. Like to assume that we got paid, that our ancestors got paid or shit. Or they got something pictures that we, of smiling slaves right. in the books. It's it's a motherfucking plantation down in South Carolina right now, giving tours to to anybody that wants to to go see how slaves quote unquote uh, uh, help build this country and the conditions un, under which those those. <laughs> the, the the conditions under uh, under which these slave these workers these workers work wasn't as bad they they predicted that they, they're they're displaying this like like they had shelter like they had clean working stations. like it wasn't genocide like it, this is this <laughs> like is what's going on the shit is getting glossed over because the more we don't the less we know the easier it is. We're not live. talking. We're not telling that story. We're not talking about that this is terrorism. You worried about ISIS. You need to be worried about the cops. Because the system is set up that they don't have to respect you, that they don't have to treat you like a human being. We got to talk about it. We got to move on it. You got to get with it, man. You got to get with it. A lot of y'all had on red, white, and blue a week ago. That's it. That's the message. That's the message. A lot of y'all had on real. I saw. I saw your socks. I saw your. I saw your tank tops. Motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, tank tops. The NRA don't think that you, as a black man, are free to have a gun and 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 carry in your open carry state. You walked in Old Navy. All 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 the American flip flops and Mm t-shirts was gone. Y'all put your babies in them. This is the country, man. This is the country y'all live in. They don't believe that you're free. This is the country we live in. They don't believe that you're free to to carry out your freedoms the same way that, that white people oh, do. You free. You just not that free. You're not that free. What if he did have a gun? He had the right to have a gun. Come on, y'all. Stop making excuses for your for your supremacy. Stop making stop making excuses for your master. God damn, you're not gonna appease the oppressor. You're not. There's nothing you can do. You'll never be equal. There's never a strategy. No, stop it. Stop it. You can never be suited and booted enough for the oppressor. Dress up and get pulled over and see how many cop cars come. I got pulled over recently. I was on the phone with my mother at the time, and I was telling Jerazma. Just off of like uh, what I was conditioned to do, and I forgot. Like everything, just the the fear overtook me so so hard that I forgot 
that a I didn't even have a phone in my head. So I'm, <laughs> you, I, I, you feel I hung up the phone. The right, <laughs> the phone is connected to the car. So in in reality, she could have stayed on the phone mm-hmm. with me. But I'm so conditioned that I'm like, gotta go. I'm getting pulled over. Let me call you back. And she's freaking out. Two cars pull up, then a third. Oh, of course. Cop is pleasant as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm pleasant back. Tells me that my tag light was out. Mm-hmm. Issues me a work order. Go about my day. Goes about his day. Mm-hmm. Pleasant. Just fine. There are pe- There are cops that know how to do the job. It still took three cars. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. But he was pleasant. He was fine. What I didn't realize as I pulled off, my mom had called three times. Oh, my God, the fear in her heart. Yes. She's afraid. What happened? It was crazy. Then I called Gerasmo. To tell her about the situation. Little fear in her voice. It was ridiculous. And it didn't hit me till I got home. They were general they were both concerned that I might not make it from this traffic stop. A friend of mine, I was at work, and a friend of mine sent me a long text about how they had just got finished crying. Just off the simple fact because yeah, I know I got in trouble with uh, the law in the past. Oh, no, here we go. Thuggish, ruggish ass C major. <laughs> Unintimidating ass C major. But she, she's saying like she thought about all of that. And she just, she knows that, you know, I I still take a few little risks. And she just, she just sent me just, a, it was like an I love you mixed with a warning mixed with a just be safe. Just a long ass message just saying, man. I don't know what I would do if anything happened to you. I don't know how. I don't know what to say, who to tell. It would it would eat me up. It would break me apart because, and it's breaking me apart now as I watch the news because I know what's happening. It's crazy, man. You mm-hmm. shouldn't. We shouldn't. We, the, the, the we shouldn't have to statement. The beginning of that statement can be expressed for. Any of the things that we mentioned in, on today's episode, we shouldn't have to have this talk to our with our children. We shouldn't have to be fearful of routine traffic stops. We shouldn't have to explain ourselves to our own people. We shouldn't have to explain ourselves to other people. But the the. The only thing I can say as a driving, as a citizen who drives legally, is if you're able to talk back to the cops without fear that somebody's going to react to you with physical behavior, you, you have all the privilege in the world. All the privilege. Because I'll never talk back to a cop. I, I rarely talk to a cop. Mm-hmm. I answer their questions yes or no. Don't have any words for them. I don't have nothing. I don't have no pleasantries. He asked me 
why do you know why I pulled you over? No. You tell out it's out. Okay. If a family member or friend of yours can tell you that they got stopped by the cops on a particular day, or you happen to be on the phone with them while they get stopped by the cops, and your heart doesn't sink and you're not riddled with fear, understand that privilege. That's privilege. Understand that privilege. That's privilege, man. I'm 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 terrified. I'm terrified for the children that I help support. I'm terrified for my little cousins especially. I'm terrified for C major. I'm terrified for all the things cuz we all did silly things. It's not a situation where we should tell you. I mean, we as as the older generation generation, we often forget all of the silly dumb shit that we did when we were in our 20s and and teens and all the hot boxing we did and all the Drinking while questionable. <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of drinking while questionable. But you got to have a chance. You got to have a chance to have due process. This is what we're talking about. People didn't have a chance to have due process. When you can go and shoot up a church and murder nine people and get due process and get a vest on while you're walking, while you're being transported from one spot to another. Right. This is when what you're, we're talking when you're about. Clearly, when you're a murderer and you get that protection, there's a difference. There's a there's a, when a you're miscarriage. A there's a miscarriage of justice when I have a broken taillight and I end up shot. There's a miscarriage of justice. When you cannot de-escalate me, but you can de-escalate a white man on camera who is pointing a gun at the police. When you cannot de-escalate me for selling these CDs. There is a miscarriage of justice. This is not about violence. This is not about, well, why are you so mad when it's a white person that does it or a cop that does it and you're not mad in your community? This is not about violence. This is about justice. Absolutely. I this think that's where the, a, a, a lot of the issue is, is misconstrued there. People want to get upset and talk about the violence. So it's not talking about, we're not talking about the violence. We're talking about the justice. We're talking about the justice that's carried out. We're talking about a system that is designed in favor of white people. This is designed in favor, in favor of the idea of white supremacy. This is a system that is designed in favor of the idea that for some reason, black skin makes a person more dangerous. This is about a system that needs to change. Judge, jury, and executioner in when seconds. a particular race is involved. In seconds. And that's not just black. It's not just black. It happens, it happens to everyone, to be honest. But the proportion in which it happens to those people of color is... It's, it's, it's deafening. I hear it. This I see you. This is about justice. Please pay attention, y'all. Please get in where you can. Please do what you can. Please learn. If you're not, if you're not hip, fine. Fine. Talk to somebody. What did you do? Are you still watching the coverage? No. You're done? I'm done. Uh, so we're they not even talk about what I need them to talk about right we're now. talking about activism now and, and things of that nature and you get a lot of that information on social media if you want to 
to know how or what to do, contact us. We we got we got a lot of we got a lot of things to, to pass on to you, and uh, we'll we'll actually what we'll, uh, let's put C major to work. Okay, we got a list of things we're gonna post on our Facebook page, a list of links for you to click and get more information on. If you're not sure what to do, talk to somebody. Absolutely, right? but get involved. Justice matters. Black Lives Matter. You know, this has all happened. All of this happened. Who won this week? If you had one question to ask, who won this week? (laughs) Who won? This week was fucking terrible, but there is a winner. There's actually a three place tie for winners. Oh shit! Yeah. How you got that? Li- how how do you got that lined up? Kevin Durant won. All the narrative is off of him. He Not escaped. a lot to discuss. He Not, escaped. They stopped talking about him very early. Yeah. Sierra and uh, Russell Wilson. They won because people under the radar. Smooth out of their business. Mm-hmm. Under the radar. Mm-hmm. People don't give a fuck. Under the radar, and they tried. They tried to get people involved in their dry yeah, ass. They did. Love. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they was posting shit about <laughs> their dry ass honeymoon shit. love. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, no, nobody care. Nobody care. So shout outs to Kevin Durant for making the switch to Golden State <laughs> Warriors. I support your move, young brother. Do what's best for you. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't give a damn what you said in 2010 versus now. If you don't grow. If you don't seize the opportunity to do something that you want to do, then you're a slave. And for all those people who feel like the competition was somehow skewed by a player choosing to go somewhere he wants to go versus owners doing the same, um, you're an asshole. Okay. And hey, Grease, man, you, <laughs> you're calling a lot of people out today, B. Yeah. <laughs> you're an asshole. You're not having it from nobody today. Nah, yeah. Because it happens all the time. It does. Owners and, and managers of baseball teams and managers of football teams and, 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 and heads of basketball teams make all types of decisions for a player without their knowledge. Franchise tags uh, are placed on players who don't want it. They want their money. Uh, 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 in baseball, motherfuckers get traded without even... Uh, they find out they why they find watch out, the sports center. They find out why they still on the original team bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's seriously. That's real shit. That's yeah. real shit. You got people calling you up and you know you play for the... You're like, wait, I, I'm Man, a vet now. How right, I, exactly. I just bought this what house. What you mean when I'm supposed to be at practice? <laughs> That's bullshit. Uh, so if you mad because somebody who's a top five player in the league right now decides to go play with somebody else who's... Whose team is stacked? First, ask yourself why you mad. <laughs> First, <laughs> ask yourself why you so angry. And the shit is gonna be lit. I don't a even... lot of people were mad, man. A lot of people. I'm mad because I'm a Houston fan. So I. Well, you gotta examine I'm, your I'm, life with that. You, you've been had to examine your life. Yeah. So like, I'm already, I'm already not even looking forward to the postseason. <laughs> I just want to. I want to see how dominant Golden State will be. I, I don't think I don't have them being that dominant, but I just think that it's okay for him to decide to play for a different team. 
I think that's okay. I think a grown man has the right. He earned it. He's been there six years. He tried it. He tried it. The owners didn't build a team that they they could win. They tried. It didn't work. They came close. (laughs) It didn't work. Almost so doesn't count. (laughs) It just really doesn't count. It came he close. Had, Kevin had blown DMV face <laughs> the whole summer. He had blown DMV, <laughs> DMV face. face. When you find out the mumbo sauce is really sweet and sour. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when you try to get to work, but the red line on a 20-minute delay. They single track and be. They single track. He Fuck. didn't have DMV yeah. face, though. Fuck that. I hate y'all right now, man. So congratulations, Kevin. For getting making it through this week, and don't don't let people call you out your name and shit like that, or or let them, and you just live your life and be number thirty five, wearing that blue and gold. Don't and do respond what you're to, to Stephen A. Smith. Either. Yeah, <laughs> leave that cockroach alone. Oh wow, leave that motherfucking race baiting ass motherfucker alone. Hey my hey. <laughs> I felt militant today. Fuck Stephen, another- a- Fuck Stephen A. Smith and his rape, race baiting ass talking that bullshit when a black man smokes some weed and how criminalizing that shit is. Fuck you, Stephen Let's, A. Smith. Grace just grew six extra locks during this episode. Like, she just Stephen A. Smith super, is a worse. Super yeah. black. Like, super black. <laughs> I don't even understand what's going on right now. Like, she started he glowing. Loves, <laughs> he loves to harp on the black Athlete when they do something crazy He loves he that does. shit he, he can't wait He can't wait to get up there with his Steve Harvey fro mm-hmm. And his fucking ill-fitted ass Suit jackets God. And that fucked up ass Ludicrous long hair <laughs> Get on With his burnt nose Fuck that motherfucker. I need to figure out how Grease feels today. Yeah. Now, Stephen A. Smith can eat a, eat a bag full of rotten dicks. Oh, wait a Find minute. Find some wait. Civil War dicks. <laughs> wait. Civil War? What level of decay and, and death and rot? He was just, <laughs> he was just an, an apologist. for. He's, a, he's an apologist when white folks act up. You ever notice that? He jive apologetic. He's steppy and fetchy. <laughs> steppy and fetchy. <laughs> I'm so glad we only got like 16 listeners. <laughs> yeah, this is first tape with Skip Bay listening. And steppy and fetchy. <laughs> <laughs> Tap dance around these motherfuckers. Oh, Keep yeah. loving Aaron Rodgers. Keep loving Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he fucking loves Aaron Ask Aaron Rodgers, does Black Lives Matter? Damn! <laughs> Fucked up ass. Hairline look like a goddamn... <laughs> Hairline look like a what? A fucking canal. <laughs> Shit just traveling. He just... His hairline, just is, his hairline is perpetually traveling. <laughs> Mobile hairline. His hairline. He got an RV hairline. His hairline is on wheels. <laughs> I, oh boy. Fuck Skip too. God damn. <laughs> just for being an asshole. Just, just, 
Is it motherfuck Dre, motherfuck Snoop, motherfuck Death Row? Here comes your like. Where we going with this? Hell yeah! Salute to LeBron. Salute to to the players. Salute to the players. I'm always a fan of the players. I'm not really a fan of teams because that would suggest that I approve of ownership. I'm on my Huey shit right now. Okay. But I fuck with players. So salute to the players that make their own decision on where they play and how much they play for. Once you reach that status, take full advantage of it. And fuck everybody else that doesn't agree with you. Because it's really about what you choose, what you want. And nine out of ten of these motherfuckers sitting here tweeting your ass, telling you what you should have done, are not willing to pay you to do what you should have done. Hey, yo, shout out to the athletes that's taking a stand with the movement, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Raise your fists. Walk with us. Be out there with us. Spend your money right. Move your money. Get uh, Shout out to the celebrities doing it. Shout, I'm not going to one Shout out to Jay-Z. He just dropped this amazing track. Probably the best track he's dropped in a long time. Real relative to what's going on today. The track is called Spiritual. Get into that. Shout out to the people who can afford to remain silent, but they're opting not to. They they hell moving. yeah, yeah. Cause you can you can really sit up and be like, well, shit is sweet for me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're not, and 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 we see y'all too. Shout out to the to the folks who are silent on social media, but We're hitting us up in our DMs, fuck. hitting us on our DMs, in talking life. to us in person. Yeah, I get it. You're scared. I see you. I get it. You got. I get it. Everything ain't for your social it. media. I get Cause it. Because that's my steez too. Because people don't even understand. If you look at mine, if you look at my social media, people who know me probably like wondering, like, what the fuck is Jay doing? But I, I have to move in a different way. I have to move in a different way because I be all day on there you talking, gotta move. talking crazy. So my movements, the people who know and love me know where my movements are. I understand. Shout out to the private groups. <laughs> Shout out to the private groups. Shout out to the places where I can go and do my thing and say my thing. Shout out. And be about it without, because it ain't for everybody. What I'm saying, what I'm talking about, it ain't for everybody right now. It ain't for everybody right now. Shout out to the listeners who who powered through this episode. I know we usually try to come with a comical spin on some things, but sometimes the shit too deep, little, man. Shit too heavy. Much. Shoulders hurt, you know? And this week, I feel like I carry about six black people on my shoulder. Yeah. And if y'all know how my back set up, Ooh, that's, boy. Yeah, that's, that's a, fucked that's up. A heavy it's load. clocked out. Yeah. Your, your, your back clocked out a while shit. ago. Shit hurt. Fuck Stephen A. Smith again. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Okay. And y'all, I'm sorry. I got a little loud on camera. I, and and I'm a cusser. Y'all know my steez, you know. But I, and and. If it felt if it was if it was a little bit too much for you, you know, I'm sorry, but this is what this is what the situation calls for right now. And and if you're still here, then thank you for bearing with yeah, me. Yeah, thank you for sticking with us. I know this this episode was is it was I had a structure, I had a plan. That's how I start. And then we just you know I let Miss Janelle do her thing. It's something that touched her, and I just I, sometimes you gotta let fuck that let man. it go. Reels and feels, I, that shit was real, and I felt her. Well, there it is. Look at you, science. <laughs> Shout out to the establishment. Forever. Shout out to the people who are working in industries that support underprivileged folk, and it don't matter. I'm not talking about race. I'm talking mm-hmm. about organizations that support... Un- they see the humanity in everybody. Right. And they make it sure that that humanity is felt. Shout out to uh, entrepreneurs out there trying to establish a business for themselves, trying to make it for themselves. 
in this country. Shout out to you. I see you. You're working. Shout out to the difference makers who got shit to lose. And your movement can't be out in public right now. I see you and I understand. Hell yeah. Because your movement is still strong. Shout out to the apologists. Get some understanding. Get some awakening. Get some freedom. Get some freedom. This ain't, the onus ain't on you. It ain't on us. It's not our fault. It's just not. It's not our fault. So as soon as you can uh, release that, I, I, I root I'll for talk you. To you. Yeah, I root for you. But fuck you for now. Okay, well. Um, shout out to Sierra <laughs> for jumping on that Super Bowl dick. <laughs> Or maybe he don't. I seen some footage where his face don't look like he got done proper, but that's a whole different show. <laughs> that's all right. What's this cut that we <laughs> let, 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 move right along? What's this cut that we dealing with, B? Um, are you promoting yourself? I am promoting myself, but I felt as though it was necessary for the subject of the show. This is a track called GPAH off my project Spark. You can find on SoundCloud. <laughs> Impressionable bull that we call cool is just affecting the youth. Got jam that crap and they raps as an exceptional tune. Got hear that crap that they call fact and just accept it as true. The government brought us that crack so it could spread to our schools. So fathers would dip on their sons so they'd be bred as some goons. Hoping soon they grip on some guns because boy they dare us to shoot. Nowadays it doesn't matter banging the red or the blue because they killing niggas for nothing. Could be wearing a suit and still in fear to cover there because boy they scared of a shoot. Wouldn't you if you let the people? You slaved out the coop with the spirits of rebel slaves in the graves by the roots of the trees where they used to hang, just like the strangers of fruits would just enter into our brains. And maybe then we pursue true freedom by the real meaning. Start by tearing the roof off this establishment called the Republic and the democracy of mockeries, what we should call it. Keep all these policies now. You see, it's cracking coke and black since broke, so they ain't picking up no packs of coke on the streets. They want it cheap, they go with crack of coke. That's five years. Versus 10 Again they trapping my folks <laughs> Y'all niggas don't fucking hear me though They don't Reels and Feels At gmail.com Reels and Feels on Twitter uh, T Greasy on Twitter At Devious Dose She might be looking at her Twitter this week Make sure yeah Just make sure the topic is appropriate And she'll, she'll, she'll get if back you to you If you cyber bullying You're gonna get blocked <laughs> We, not, we not, not accepting that. that See imagine yo that track was live B Thank Hashtag you. get offended If you're offended Stay offended Because only when you're offended will, Are you motivated to do something So Get offended Well alright I can fuck with that <laughs> The listeners Of Reels and Fails We got a contest coming up And we want you to participate You know the first person who Tweets us at Reels and Fails I want the summer sampler Of meticulous skin products we're going to send you a sampler of meticulous skin products. If you hit us up on Facebook and say, I want a sample of meticulous skin products, we're going to hit you with a sample of meticulous skin products. These are all natural products, essential oils, shea butter. It's good for your skin. It's good for your hair. It's good for your body. Yeah. So hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or the email. At Reels and Feels on Twitter, Reels and Feels at gmail.com, or hit us up on our Facebook page, 
we're going to hit you off with a sampler of meticulous skin products. And you tell us. You give us the feedback. We're going to give you something. Right. You've given us your listenership. You've given us your ear. We're going to give you something in return. We stand behind this product. All three of us use it. It's fucking bomb. If you know anything God about damn, my you're feet, smelling delicious out this month. If you know anything about my feet, oh you know that I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't expose my feet in the summertime without meticulous skin products. The coconut oil, the fucking shea butter, all of that is rubbed on my feet, so I can walk out. Gerasmo don't let me out the house <laughs> without meticulous skin on my feet. It's just not gonna happen. So you can't represent her that way without without taking care of that. Exactly. So if you got a man that's got a beard, you need some beard butter. Good lord. You got a man that's got his feet out, you need something to put on his feet. Make sure you don't walk around here like a gray joy. <laughs> the sampler is gonna take care of you. The sampler's gonna take care of you. <laughs> if you got gray joy feet, the sampler's gonna take care if of you. If your feet are ironborn. If your feet are ironborn. Oh, if your feet can spark a fire. <laughs> Then you need Shit. meticulous skin. If you have issues with your beard, like C major, put some meticulous skin on the joint. It just gotta come back to me. Your beard sound like a brush fire, B. Your beard is terrible. <laughs> Matter of fact, <laughs> meticulous skin, send us some product for C major. For his beard. And then we, we, we what we're gonna do <laughs> is we're gonna rub his beard in the in the mic before meticulous skin. <laughs> we and we're gonna, gonna rub, rub his, his beard, beard after. after. That we, so that way can hear the we can show you the difference. You can hear the difference in this product. We stand hundred percent by their product. Um, the three of well, the two out of three of us have used it, and I, I know I, I. Hey man, it's all love over here, man. I stand behind it. A hundred percent. People ask me why I smell so good. That's why meticulous skin. So yeah, we're gonna hit you on every avenue. There's a winner on Twitter. There's a winner on email. There's a winner on Facebook. Come on, let's do it. Meticulous skin LLC dot com.